0: Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms. Some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 20. Although the specific situation is unknown, most commentators say that this seems to be a psalm sung on the eve of battle, as David is preparing to lead his army out to war. This psalm is the people praying for their king, David, the great ruler and soldier, knew that he needed the prayers of his people. Those in authority need our prayers. Indeed, we are commanded to pray for them. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1-2, to two, Paul says, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions. Notice the first line of this psalm. In verse 1, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. And notice the last line of the psalm. Verse 9 finishes, May he answer us when we call. The way of dealing with all of our troubles is to meet them with prayer, with calling upon God. To understand this psalm, picture the king within the sanctuary on the eve of battle, offering his sacrifice to God. As he does that, the assembled worshippers in the court surrounding the sanctuary lift up their voices in prayer. They pray that God would graciously accept the sacrifices. So in verse three, may he, that is God, remember all your offerings and regard with favour your burnt sacrifices. And they pray that God would send the king help and give victory in the day of battle. So in verses one and two, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. And in verse 4, May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfil all your plans. Notice in verse 1 who the people are praying to. They prayed to the God of Jacob. C.H. Spurgeon says, The God of Jacob is the God of the covenant, the God of wrestling prayer, the God of the tried believer. And it is a great encouragement that we can pray to God who has an interest in and is committed to the tried and troubled believer. Notice also how the hope changes to certainty. In verse 5, may we shout for joy over your salvation. And in verse 6, now I know the Lord saves his anointed, he will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Earnest committed prayer will often lead to the assurance of an answer. Victory for David will not come through earthly resources, but from God. So in verse seven, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Notice where the focus is in verse seven. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. The name of the Lord This is important, for it refers to his character, all that he has revealed about himself. So here the people of Israel pray, focusing on what they know about God. They are pleading his character. Indeed, the name of the Lord is mentioned three times in this psalm, verses 1, 5 and 7. Finally, God has revealed himself to be trustworthy. In verse six, he saves, he will answer, and he has saving might. If instead of trusting in God, you trust in earthly resources, here it is chariots and horses, there will be failure. For as verse eight reminds us, they collapse and fall. But trusting in the trustworthy God, you can be steadfast. In verse 8, we rise and we stand upright. Join me on Monday for Psalm 21.